Okay. Yeah. Not most people don't know what a split is. Oh well, we should educate them. All right. Okay. This is our Daily Reds Friday split episode, and it's been brought to my attention that some people don't know what a split is. Neophytes. <laughs> a split is not a neophyte. That is wrong. I'm talking about the people. Well, we should educate the people. All right, a let's split do it. is essentially a half bottle. Yes. Half bottle, about two glasses. So it's good for two people to share a glass apiece. Not a whole bottle that you have to cork up later. It's definitely more com it's it's more commonly seen with champagne or sparkling wines. That's true, and I think that's mostly when it's called a split is when it's sparkling. I yeah. think most of the people refer to a half bottle of wine as a half bottle of wine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's a split. Yeah, it's a it's a split. And that's what this episode is on Fridays because we do a little bit shorter of an episode. We take some listener input. We talk about the wine and we get the heck out of your earballs. But on yes. Tuesdays, that's when we bicker. Bicker, bicker, bicker. Yes, <laughs> 100%. I'm ready for it. Can we just start it now? To bicker? Yeah. No, it's lighthearted. Friday oh, weekend. That's right. People want lighthearted. Okay, they, they, they want lighthearted. They want a little bit of feedback, a little bit of questions. And but just, not like audio feedback. They don't want that. You mean like the screeching? Yeah. I, mean, I like that. You do? I pretty much have it in my ears at all times. The the Yee. tinnitus, as they say. Yeah, but you wouldn't like it all. I, mean, I if wouldn't you even notice it. If you had a choice, it. you wouldn't even, you wouldn't like it. You've heard the bands I was in in high school. Yeah. It was mostly feedback. It's noise. Ugh, yeah. That stuff is gross. That okay. one's hard for me, tinnitus. I know I've, I, I spent my whole life saying tinnitus, the um, ringing in the ears issue that I have, but apparently well, it's tinnitus. Yeah, but that makes me sound British. Yeah, I was going to say that that sounds like aluminium. <laughs> like it's or basil it doesn't or what's it the other does. one they say instead of cilantro um coriander yeah like that's <laughs> i i think it's tinnitus folks <laughs> it sounds more like tinnitus Here tinnitus sounds like maybe delightful like yeah, like a finger sandwich t- tinnitus sounds like like a viral infection that you would get something from, you got from it being stabbed by rusty metal yeah i was gonna say like tetanus <laughs> that's what it sounds or maybe like. some rusty aluminium whereas tinnitus sounds kind of like you're gonna ha- drink some tea and it'll go away yeah that would be nice if that could happen i know you're still facing your long dry december i am opening up a bottle of red wine uh here this is by a wine group called kind stranger this is the cabernet sauvignon the 2022 Uh, aren't these folks like don't they bottle this in seattle yeah and actually a portion of their proceeds go to mary's place that's a shelter for like women and children yeah yeah so Kind Stranger, no. the winery, they donate a portion of their bottles to Mary's Place? Yeah. So the fruit all comes like from East Washington, like Yakima and Columbia Like River all the Washington and, wine does, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's one of the very few wineries that actually says they're out of Seattle, Washington. So Kind Stranger, um, they, they make a rosé that we drink quite a few bottles of this summer. They have a Chardonnay, which I'm not, sometimes I'm not super crazy about so this is my first time drinking the cab so some listeners have asked why why uh since you have a red wine focused podcast are you are you doing a dry december and let's not be let's not kid ourselves folks i'm gonna get to the holidays and we're gonna be drinking wine we're gonna be drinking eggnog but i've got a really big workload right now and i just thought 
I probably need to get some quality sleep and also not get sleep because I've been staying up really late at night working. I thought I'll just go for a week or two and, and see if I can be productive and get work done. And also there is this collab with the Counting Crows. I mean, there is a paid sponsorship. <laughs> so I'm kind of contractually obligated to reference um, <laughs> Long December every episode throughout the oh month. Oh my God. <laughs> Can we play more than like 10 seconds of the song on the podcast without... So long as nobody alerts the crows. Yeah. <laughs> With all of our subscribers. They're going to come <laughs> after us for our Quan. <laughs> Hey, man, that, that, that sponsorship is keeping this podcast afloat right now. In any case, um, <laughs> so how was it? You had a sip. How is it? It's actually not bad. Like, it's it's a pretty, I mean, I don't think it's knocked my socks off, but it's also like 16 and a half bucks for a cab sob. Um, Excuse me, 85% cab, 15% Malbec. I think it's a, I think it's actually a pretty decent cheap-ish bottle of red wine out of Seattle. Cool. And you can hear I am drinking uh, some sparkling mountain water with on ice with a little bit of a um, lemon lavender shrub. If you don't know what a shrub is, it's basically a flavored vinegar. Do a little splash of that in there. And it makes it look like I'm drinking like a whiskey on rocks or, oh, or totally like a old-fashioned or something like that. I mean, like that. that looks like a brown liquor cocktail that you're sipping on but it's fizzy water that's great so that was some listener questioning um well it was more along the lines of was there a serious incident that made you rethink your life's choices no that usually causes me to drink more (laughs) serious life incidences oh i will tell you i did have a serious life incident uh over this past few days um of dry december that probably merited a drink I went ice skating with our five-year-old. She had never been ice skating before. I think maybe I've been ice skating once in my life. Twice, maybe? Once? Twice? Yeah, we've gone. I feel like maybe like an ice rink at like one of the Rockefeller Center in New York or I don't know. Or some of those, one of those winter ice rinks they set up outdoors. I've maybe been once, maybe twice in my life. Not great at it. You're a San Diego kid. It's okay. No one expects that from you. Birthday party. Little boy turning six. In our, our daughter's classroom, decides he wants uh, ice skating for his birthday party. So we all go to the ice skating rink, a bunch of little kids. And I've got Tabitha in, in hand. We're, we're skating together. I'm holding on to her. You know, guiding her. We're getting a little bit better. You know, I'm, I'm able to actually skate backwards a little bit and hold her hands. And, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good. She's not holding on to the wall too much. She wants to go out into the middle. We're doing a good job. A couple of times she slips and she's small enough that I could just yank her hand up, pull her back up onto her skates. No problem. We keep going. 35 this minutes. Is, and to be clear, that's why you went with her and I did not. Because if I did that one time, that would have just completely thrown out my back. You and, just didn't want to go to the birthday been, party. You just didn't want to go to a kid's birthday I've party. I've gone to the last few, sir. I've served my time. You, so you proved my point. You just didn't want to go to the kid's birthday I didn't party. I don't want to go. Th- I especially Cause, cause, didn't cause, want to go to that one. That would have hurt. That really would have been painful. To oh me. yeah, but but picking up a, a rooftop cargo box from our car and carrying it a hundred feet from the front yard to the backyard by that yourself is, wasn't bad for your back. That's far less than trying to hold up a very sturdy five-year-old on an ice skating rink. Disagree. Let's be real. In any case, 35 minutes, we're doing great. I'm ready to tap out. I'm like, are you, are you good? We're good. You had enough ice skating time? Let's let's go. We're out in the middle of, of the rink and, you know, a couple more minutes, we're, we're feeling good. 
She goes down. I lose my balance. I think I can save her. Nope, I'll just let her go down. But then I start to go down. We go down together. And the second I hit the ice, I think, oops, that's not good. Because I feel a kind of a, a, a searing pain. I'll call me a quick, like, quick scratch, like a hard scratch to my scrotum. Oh. And I, you know, very, very um, modestly kind of glance down just to make sure what's going on there. And I see a big rip in my pants, which I only later realized uh, went through to my briefs and through to my skin. Oh my God. Not too much blood, but a little bit of blood. Um, <laughs> oh, that could have been really bad. Nothing that, nothing that, nothing that any other parent was privy to. That I, I kept it under wraps. Well, Got, well, I mean, I did tell one friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like, I didn't show anybody the big no, ripping. You my, sent me my, a photo of the hole in your pants <laughs> from the ice skating rink with like a very quick summary of it, and my response back to you was. Do you think you need to go to the bathroom to check this out? Because you probably shouldn't be checking sitting there in the stands around other families. We'd already fled. I was already in the car on the way home. Okay. Uh, but to be clear, it was the the toe pick, I think you call it an ice skate, the the kind of the, the jagged part of the front of the blade yeah. of my daughter's blade that kicked up into my Oof. crotch area. And For she didn't know party. anything either. I didn't want to ruin her first ice skating trip ever by letting her know that she just made daddy feel very painful. Oh, well, you could have been wearing a cup. Because that's what everybody does when they go out on the ice skating Do you think right? there's anybody who just wears a cup in daily life? Like just out and about, you know, just for that extra protection? Um, No. So, yeah, that was a scary moment. I'm glad that you're okay. Well, that was a detour. Um, yeah. Where how where did we even start from that? It, I know that it came from. Hey, I deserved a drink oh, after getting an ice, a, a toe pick, that. ice skate yeah. toe pick to the scrotum. I, I deserved a drink, but you didn't. But, take but a I sip. Did, I did not. I did not. But this is a listener feedback episode. I'm I'm also playing around with that. Should we call this like tasting notes? No, because tasting notes are what we talk about with the wine. Yeah, but tasting, listener tasting notes. Listener tasting notes. notes is still better than mailbag. Yeah, going back to your whole like scrotum injury story. <laughs> it's like how some people have a real cha- problem with the word moist. I I personally don't, but there's something about like the way in which we say mailbag. It just sounds like douchebag. It really does. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's the deal. I'm not going to out this listener because I think they were a little bit embarrassed to ask what they thought was a um, basic question. But I got a DM on Instagram from a listener who says, someone DM'd you. Slid into my DM. Slid slid into the mailbag. Yeah. Oh, Oh, shit. Should I be worried? (laughs) No, you know, I've been been posting. I'm I'm not big into the Instagram. You know, I I actually uh, axed my Instagram. In a anti-Zuckerberg protest many years ago, yeah, but really just to be a trooper and to promote the podcast, I resurrected it and basically only post um, when episodes go up. So you know, I post when an episode goes up at the podcast, yeah. and and people will uh, write in, "Hey, liked that one," or "Looking forward to that episode," or yada yada yada. Or you should talk about this. You should talk about that. This particular uh, listener says, "I'm not that into wine, but." A number of my coworkers are, 
and I'm considering getting bottles of wine as Christmas gifts. How much should I spend? That's a big question. Yeah. And actually, so it's workers, not like family or loved ones. Right. So that's different. It, it is different if it's a, a bottle for a special um, a special someone, uh, you know, a family friend or, or someone in your life yeah. you know who likes wine. Um, coworkers, that's a, that's a different subcategory. But also I would say it's the wrong question to ask is how much should I spend? Um, look, there's two things to consider. One Spend more than $2 on a bottle of Charles Shaw. Everybody will know you bought them two buck chuck. Certainly do that. The first thing I think of when, when buying a bottle of wine is do I have like a special connection to that wine? Is it something I've tasted I really like that I want to share with somebody? Is it something that I'm being thoughtful of that person? I know they would really like this. So the first thing I would think of is like, What's your connection to the wine? Do you have a story to tell? If that's the case, it doesn't matter how much it costs. It could be, hey, this is something I really liked, or this. Okay, or this, this... if you know it's a winery that's got some kind of like nonprofit philanthropic thing that you connect with, like for example, Kind Stranger, they give a portion of the proceeds to Mary's Place. Like that's that's right. cool. Now, this particular listener said they're not that knowledgeable about wine. But if you were and you said, hey, I, I was in Spain and I had this wine and it, I loved it so much, you know, I found it, I got this for you, it probably only costs you eight euros in Spain, but it's a wonderful wine that maybe costs 20 here. But it has yeah. a story behind it. Hey, I tasted this there, thought of you would love it. That's great. Um, now, if if your coworker or, or the person, you, you know, does know their wine, they're going to know how much you spend and, you know, you got to consider, are they going to Google the label and look it up? You do have to consider that. Which is what you do. If I don't know what it is, yeah. But that's but that's the other thing. You 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 want to give a bottle that the person hasn't seen before. So if you go to your grocery store or even the wine shop and you see that a label, they have like 10 cases of that label. It's it, And you see it at this grocery store and that yeah. grocery store and that shop. It's a wine that you see everywhere. That's not a wine you want to get for a gift. That's yeah. a wine you're probably seeing on restaurant menus. You're seeing it at every store in town. And different price points too, right? right. And so everyone's going to be like, okay, well, this is kind of a weird gift. So you want to look for something that's a little bit something uh, unique, maybe smaller production so that the person you're buying it for probably likely hasn't heard of it before so that's what i might do is go into a wine shop or even if you have a nice wine section at your grocery store that has a person dedicated to it and ask for something that's a little bit off the beaten path not off the beaten path from a flavor type make sure it's drinkable it's great but off the beaten path in that not a lot of production they don't have a whole lot of bottles of it it's something that's um not popular for lack of a better word yeah um if you're strictly going price point you got coworkers. What do you think about that? I guess it depends on how many uh, coworkers you're buying for, or whether they are up the chain, across the chain, down yeah. the chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know when I used to buy wine for members of my team. So these were people who reported in to me. I usually would spend somewhere between twenty-five and thirty-five dollars a bottle. And again, for something that's interesting or unique or thoughtful, like yeah. And I, what I would do is I'd go to like wine dot com and just see what I could because it was that one because my team was so distributed. It had more to do with shipping. Like, uh, what could I get sent into Missouri? What could I get sent into Maryland? Like, it really had more to do with 
shipping and where state uh, you know, laws permitted. Let me offer this idea and tell me if you disagree. And this would be for coworkers or family members. You kind of want to spend just a little more than that than you think that person would normally spend for themselves. Like if yeah. that person would normally buy themselves a $25 bottle of wine, no problem. Maybe you want to buy them the $40 bottle of wine, the one that they would go to the store and say, eh, I'm not going to splurge on that, you know, just for me. I'm, and Because and, then you're giving them something they wouldn't normally give to themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. How about for you? If somebody bought you a bottle of wine, what kind of price point would you expect them to uh, put out? Oh, I mean, I was I would definitely expect something over eighty five dollar. No, I'm kidding. Um, I remember there was one year where I had that uh, they were an agency, like a consulting agency, and they knew that I liked wine from Paso Robles, mm-hmm. and they had gone out of their way and found a winemaker and like gotten some of the wine. I, it was a incredibly thoughtful gift and the wine was really good and uh and i think that was a really sweet gift and i don't remember how much the bottle cost but i was more touched by how much time and effort they had put into looking for that bottle um for me knowing that i was from california and you know like had these connections to Central California. That was really sweet. See, that's a great example, too, because maybe they wouldn't have gotten an expensive wine from Paso, but the thought they put into it, knowing that you had a connection to that area, that that makes up for it. Yeah, it was really, really, it was so thoughtful. It was really sweet. And you know what some people do when they lack that wine knowledge? And this is a totally fine thing to do if if you don't know wine. And if the person you're buying for maybe is not that that picky but a totally fine thing to do is to honestly look at well is it a fine thing to do i think it's a fine thing to do to look at labels not the real kitschy kitschy ones but i'll give you an example there's a winery that we really like and they make a line of wines called my favorite neighbor Mm -hmm. and the reason they do that is because what they're doing is they're sourcing fruit from the wineries that are adjacent to them so they're literally neighbor wineries, and they're using their fruit and making the bottle and saying, this is an expression of my neighbor to the north, and they have that wine, and we made this bottle. So it's it's about their wine neighbors in, in the wine area. But I love getting a case of that wine and giving it out to our neighbors in our neighborhood. Yeah. Maybe when they do something nice, a gift for a holiday, or maybe, you know, when they do something nice for us yeah, to say like thank you. Yeah, like and stuff. And I don't know if they like that particular kind of wine or from that area, but just... It's called My Favorite Neighbor, so it's like a real sweet thing to yeah. do when you give somebody a bottle of wine who lives behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I think it's a fair thing to do. You don't know much about wine, but something about – so you're drinking right now something called Kind Stranger. Maybe that speaks to you. Maybe you met your friend and they were a stranger and now you're great friends. You know, something like that. Some kind of connection like that is totally a fine thing to do. Yeah. And look, when all else fails, just get a bottle of sparkling wine that's around 20 bucks. Call it a day. Put a ribbon on it. That's actually a fair point. A bottle of sparkling wine gets you a long way. Yeah, it really does. And it doesn't have to be expensive French champagne. It could be a, a Prosecco yeah. or it could just be old-fashioned American there's something sparkling. Such a, there's something so celebratory and festive about that foil top. You have the super thin neck, the foil with the cap. You just put a ribbon on it. People always affiliate 
affiliate um, sparkling wine with holidays and parties. You know they'll drink it for New Year's. Like, you can have it as a mimosa when you're hungover the next day. You know what? Actually, that's the recommendation then. I would go for an American sparkling wine. What's the place in Napa that they also have? Um, they also have a French house, but then they also have the American version, and it is significantly cheaper. But but it's great. Shandon. No. Uh, what's the other? I know, one? I know. It's tough. I can't. I can't place. Oh my god, either. we've been there. It's got that big, beautiful maison. It's not Tattinger. No. Ruderer. 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 R O E. Mums is Hold also on, really I'm good. Hold on, spelling Ruderer. Oh, sorry. R O E D E R E R. Ruderer. Ruderer estate, or and and so there is the French Ruderer, which is fantastic, but will cost you significantly more than a bottle of the California-grown Ruderer uh, sparkling wine. I think that's the recommendation. Don't know what to do? Buy that. Well, that was a great question. Thanks for sending that in. Don't be embarrassed about that kind of thing. I think it's a good question. I think that kind of that, that'll help people. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that kind of question. Can I tell my oranges story? I don't know. Can you? Yes. If you ask permission, it probably means it's not a very interesting story, and you know I don't want you to tell it. Let, I'll, I'll keep it snappy. Okay. So for many years, I had this consulting agency where they thought it was really clever, like really cute. Did you just say this on the last podcast? No. I'm pretty sure you did. No, I did not. All right. To send oranges, like these really distinct oranges from Florida to their clients after the holiday season. So we would get them in like January, which was kind of a bummer uh, because when December rolls around and you're in the workplace, you're kind of expecting, you're you're not like expecting it, but you're kind of like, I'm getting all these gifts from my other vendors and they're all wine or candy or baskets or whatever and like the main agency that I'm literally giving over a million dollars a year to I get nothing from and then you get this box of citrus in January and the problem was my dad grows what I think is the best citrus to me, in the world, in his own backyard. Like, I grew up eating the best oranges and Meyer lemons. You just go out in the backyard in the morning, you pluck it off of the tree, you eat it for breakfast, you know, whatever. So I'm very, very particular about citrus. And that notwithstanding, let's just say California versus Florida. Yeah. Even if you didn't have it in your backyard, that's already a fight. Yeah. California oranges are are for eating. Florida oranges are for juice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, so, uh, years later, this person who worked for, or who was on the agency side, she came and worked for me. Her name is Jenny, if Jenny's listening. And I was like, Jenny, you need to have real oranges. And she never believed me. She like never believed that this box of oranges was not good enough. And my dad sent her probably was like a Safeway or Save Mart bag, like a plastic bag full of oranges from his backyard. She was like, girl, I'm never going to be able to eat other oranges again in my life. Like literally we ran out of oranges and my daughter started crying because it was so good. Oh, she was your client. She had to say that. No, she was working for me. She didn't have to say nice things to me anymore. Oh, you mean she had... She had... At that point, she had like gone in-house. Oh, okay. Anyways, so to, to going back... It's about the thought 
It's about understanding who the person you're giving the gift for. Like, oh, that's right. Because your point is that agency moving forward sent you wine. Yeah. <laughs> and candy, which is what I really wanted. Well, keep those questions coming. I, I, that was that's a good the, one. Yeah, that's the kind of thing we, we, we want to help people out with. Yeah, I liked it. Wine related or not. Yeah. So what do we have to follow up on? I can't remember. what We, we talked about Krampusnacht, which we, we kind of... We kind of neglected because it was a Tuesday. We forgot about it. Yeah. Maybe we'll do something tomorrow night. So a little follow-up on my garden doer visit. I know you don't give a shit. but Well, I do give a shit because now it sounds like we need to put like 50 grand into the property just for you to have (laughs) old ladies come waltz through our flowers. Yeah, that's the punchline. There's a lot of investments that need to be made or don't need to be made or don't need to be made that's true but i mean some of them are really basic like we do need to replace the fence on the side of the yard before it falls down but i'm skipping ahead so the the flower ladies came to look at our our yard they liked the front yard but in order for there to be for this to be a tour stop it has to be both front yard and backyard because it has to be a worthwhile stop on the tour and so they like basically looked at the backyard and they're like yeah it's good but you got a lot of stuff you gotta do so they liked it they let they asked me even if I had a background in horticulture because I seem so knowledgeable uh and so passionate about native species and pollinators and vertical vertical planting for the cottage garden aesthetic like I had to tell them no I don't have that official academic background but it really it made me really proud I called my dad afterwards and told him and he was really excited so can we just not be on the tour but still get the little flag in the yard and you'll be happy for 2024 I'll be happy with the flag oh geez I mean, yes, it's a lot. So they'll, they will, their selection committee will come back in the summer basically to give us, to get a sense of what the yard looks like for when it, for when the tour would happen yeah. 12 months They're from acknowledging then. that December in Seattle is not the time to look at someone's flower garden. No, it's not <laughs> worth it. So, anyways, more to come on that. But yeah, I, my phone has literally been ringing off the hook. All day because I made the mistake of going on websites last night looking for free estimates and I got on some kind of Angie's list thing where like age like uh, landscape companies from Southern California 818 area codes have been calling wanting to give me a free estimate. So now I'm just, unfortunately, I'm having to tell people, oh, I've already found somebody. It's just I want them to stop calling me. It's actually kind of a shit thing that you've done because these people pay Angie's list for every lead. So they they are paying a fee to get your information and call you. And then you're like, oh, I didn't really want you to call me. I didn't want to sign up on Angie's list. I don't even know how that happened. Mm -hmm. I was like going to individual websites looking to see if they were locally owned companies and then somehow i'm like on angie's list where i'm getting text messages from every like random you know dirt works company 
along the west or east western seaboard. So my I like I had to turn the ringer off on my phone today because it was just nonstop. You do it to yourself. You do whatever. Radiohead. I didn't mean to sign up on the Angie's list. Now we're going to get sued by Radiohead and Counting Crows. This is now becoming a Radiohead podcast. That's actually a great idea. Oh, you would be really good at that. You just love to sit and listen to Tom York vocals and Bobby Green... Billy Bobby Greenwood? Wow, wow. What's his name? Johnny Greenwood. Johnny. Johnny Greenwood. can't believe you got I think that that's so wrong. Why, that's why you love There Will Be Blood, just because you love the soundtrack so much. Pretty much. If it had not been that soundtrack, would you have loved it? I would have convinced myself I loved it because of Daniel Day-Lewis. I do think Paul Dano is very, very good in that movie too. But no, it's the music. Yeah. You can't you can't watch Daniel Day-Lewis like drag himself on the ground across the desert, clutching uh, onto a piece God. of like that first rock. Twi- what was it like? Twenty minutes. It was, a, it was a long. It was a long intro with no no talking. Yeah, it's just him in a dirt hole grunting and scraping and yeah yeah and then he hurts himself and then johnny greenwood's music anyways uh and then we head to the nutcracker this weekend oh that's this that's this weekend mm-hmm. oh great yeah but i found out one of the families that's supposed to be with us has ditched us for a kraken game which one's that justin and dora oh because it's justin's birthday oh. so he chose a kraken game over the nutcracker <laughs> I would have, could you wait, 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 hold on. could you be so, like nut kraken hold on so the kraken is ice hockey yeah ice skating nutcracker full circle ice skating my nuts we're back holy shit oh my god <laughs> did you plan that no but it's great I, I feel like that we need it in the podcast right that's it here. we're out that's it oh my all god, right no more talking our daily red pod at gmail.com that's where you send your questions and queries and input and whatnot and i think that's it we're out have a great weekend everybody. not cracking yeah